Before I became a Dominican, um, I, my first job, my only job in the, in, the, in the secular world, I was a middle school teacher at a Catholic grade school in northeastern Arizona on the Navajo Reservation. And every morning when I would get to school and walk across the parking lot to the school, there was a little old priest, Father Robert, who would be walking to his car after having celebrated Mass for the sisters who were living in the convent there at the school. And every morning we would say hello to each other. He was a very nice, sweet old priest. But that was about the extent of our conversation. Months later, I was talking with one of the Franciscans there at the mission, and the priest said to me, oh, you know, the archbishop. And I go, who are you talking about? And he said, oh, Father Robert. I did not know this because we had never really talked to one another, but Father Robert was the retired archbishop of Santa Fe who was in his retirement living the life of a simple Franciscan friar. It changed everything in my relationships. See, I grew up, my parents were very formal, so it was always Mr. or Doctor's last name, and if it was a priest, it was Father or Monsignor last name. It was never, you know, like Father Patrick or something like that. It was always Father Hyde or something. And so all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have been so disrespectful to this archbishop for so long. So the next time I see Father Robert, sweet little old Father Robert, I say, oh, good morning, Your Excellency. And he, oh, no, 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 just call me, just call me Father Robert. That's, that's just what I want to be called. But it's amazing how in our lives we have so many of these instances where we bump into people that it's so commonplace, and then all of a sudden we, we learn something new about that person, and it changes everything about our relationship. In the Gospel today, we see what happens when our relationship with Jesus is not simply just pressing in upon Him and trying to be close to Him, but of radically believing in Him. So often in our life, we are willing to settle for a bumping into relationship with Jesus. We pray, we come to Mass, but it's perfunctory. It's something that we do. It doesn't really stir up our hearts. But God came into this world, because remember, Jesus is God. God came into this world, took on our humanity, gained nothing from the exchange, so that you and I could gain everything. And so every encounter then that we have with Jesus is not something that's just, oh, we have to pray or we have to go to Mass. But it's an opportunity for us to literally be raised from the dead, to be healed by the one and the only one who can heal all infirmities. This is the power of God's love for us. As we heard in the first reading from the Book of Wisdom, God did not create death. Death is the result of our sin, of our brokenness, of our choice to turn from God. But God so loves us, as we hear in John 3.16, God so loves the world that he sends his only son. So that our relationship with him might be newness, might be life, might be like him, resurrection from the death that sin causes, healing from the brokenness that sin brings into the world. But if you're anything like me, it's so easy to settle for that bumping into relationship with Jesus to be like one of the myriad people on the beach with Jesus who knew something was there, wanted to be close, but didn't want to take that risk, didn't want to ask for something great. I mean, how often do we pray where we're just like, hey, God, how's it going? Please help me with this. Thank you for that. And then we move on. How often do we come to Mass and we just think, well, you know, that was a, an okay song. I wish they would have sung this song or Father better keep his homily under eight minutes today. I, I, I think the same thing about myself. Sometimes I get bored with my own preaching. But we, 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 don't, we don't realize the power that is here. That if we go to the Lord with faith, that we trust in Him, 
that he'll change everything for us. Raise us from the dead. Heal our wounds. Think of the wounds in your own life. Maybe things that you've been holding on to for weeks, months, decades. God wants to heal those. If only Jesus can heal those. Think of the times in your life where you have felt forsaken and forlorn, and yet God has come to you and raised you up. This is what he offers you every time you pray. This is what he offers you every time when you receive him, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. To be risen from the dead. To be made new. But friends, do you believe that? Do you believe that God came into this world to save you? And I'm not saying you all. I'm saying you individually. If I knew all of your names, I would say all of your names right now, but I don't. And it would take a long time, so I'm not going to do that. But God came into this world to raise you from the dead, to heal your brokenness. And that is enough for God. That's how great his love is for us. If all that Jesus accomplishes in this life is your salvation, your being raised from the dead, it is enough. And when we know that love, it changes everything. But here's the beautiful part. It goes even further than that. As St. Paul tells us in that second reading, God became poor so that we might become rich. God desires to work that healing and that resurrection from the dead that he brings into our own life through us in the world. You and I, brothers and sisters, are the messengers of this gospel. We are the hands of Jesus, his mouthpiece. It's not just that God wants to save me. He wants you and me to be a part of this mission and ministry of resurrection, redemption, salvation, and healing. And when we know this, it changes everything. It's still hard to pray. It sometimes is boring to come to Mass. But when our hearts are filled with love of God, we know and we believe and we trust that every encounter with Him is worthwhile. Every encounter is pregnant with the possibility of resurrection, redemption, and healing. And so this is why it's so important for us to never lose heart, to always come to the Lord, to pray every day, to serve the poor, to come to Mass every week, to go to confession regularly. Because when we bump up against the Lord, at some point we realize, like Jairus, or like the woman who was hemorrhaging, that this is Jesus, and He can save me and trust me. He can lift me up. He can do great things in, with me, through, in me, through me, with me, for me. And not only does my world change, but the world around us changes. The woman who was hurting, who had been ill for years, was healed by Jesus because of her faith. Jairus, who was desperate for anything, went to the Lord. And because of his faith, his daughter was healed. Risen from the dead. What are you holding on to? What do you need to take to the Lord, maybe for yourself or for another? Keep taking it to Jesus. And be amazed at how he changes your heart, your life, and not only that, but the whole world. Through his love, through his mercy, and through his grace.